Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Stella. Stella, Stella the dog, making an appearance here on Stella. Purple Daily. Stella. Loves the show. She passed Huge out. Fan. Did you give Stella some surly brewing before the the show started? I don't know what you're talking about. What? <laughs> what? Stella, this is Purple Daily, dog friendly. Mackie Judd, executive producer Declan Goff, and uh, the show is presented by Surly Brewing. And we appreciate those of you who watch and consume the show on our YouTube channel via a TCL TV, America's Fastest growing TV brand, a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. What's Stella's prediction for the game this weekend, Vikings-Cardinals? Um, she is going with uh, Cardinals 31, Vikings 24, and oh, she has put a lot of money on negative. She's put a lot of money on this game. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. The bookie was called last night. I told her not to do it. <laughs> the barky. The, the barky. The, the, the barky. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, Stella. All right. Let's let the let's let the the football grown ups here do a yep. deep dive yep. into four question Friday. Football. <laughs> let's just get right into it. Would you guys rather have Kirk Cousins on a thirty-one million dollar cap hit? <laughs> Or last night's hero, Taylor Heineke, on a $1.5 million cap hit? Knowing all I know now. So, so, <laughs> so, again, so again, let me the make The Vikings this. had him. The Vikings and, had and, him. Well, and, he put, and the idiot put his foot through, a, what, a plate glass window, trying to get into a neighbor or his friend's place. Anyway, uh, knowing what I know now about quarterbacks and and the importance that the head coach puts on them and the importance of how big a cap hit is. I will say this. I will take the $1 million quarterback because unless you tell me that the $30 million man is a, is a, you know, a Russell Wilson, a Brady in his prime, I'm taking the cheaper quarterback on this team because I think it allows this team to do more things and potentially be more successful. So I don't even personally find this to be a, Cousins Heineke debate. I find it to be a payday debate, and I'm taking on this team the cheaper quarterback. What about you, Dex? I mean, 
I kind of want neither as my option. If I'm being if I'm being honest, but to, but to answer the actual question, what? What do you mean? I, I really do, I wouldn't want either of these guys to be my starting quarterback. I, I think Kirk makes too much money and is overrated, and I think Taylor Heineke is not a long term solution. However, right. however, right. to talk the salary cap ramifications and where the Vikings are at now, yes, I would rather them be rebuilding um, and having a cost effective quarterback while you try to figure out either if it's Kellen Mond or figuring out your next franchise quarterback, I'd rather have that solution now. But I do understand, you know, going into this offseason, Kirk Cousins gives you a better chance to compete and be in a playoff spot. But after what I saw in week one, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's more of I'd rather have a cost-effective guy in Taylor Heineke and not Kirk. Yeah. Um, Phil? Phil. <laughs> My tw- I tweeted this question last night. Actually, I don't think I tweeted the exact question. I think Declan took my yes. fourth quarter comebacks thing and then tweeted the question on Score North for, for clickbait purposes. I am only, like, here's where I'm at with quarterbacks, especially after three and a half years of Kirk. I only want to pay $30 million a year for a quarterback if I know that that guy is a game changer and an elevator of things around him. If I know that he's great when the opposing team knows he's going to pass late last four minutes, you know, I, I, otherwise what's the point? You know, if you're telling me I can get an extra 25 or $30 million freed up for free agents or extensions or whatever it may be. And I know a lot of people are going to sit here and continue to say, well, what did Kirk's contract prevent the Vikings from doing? They were very active in free agency and to which I would say they were very active in free agency. They also let an above average left tackle walk. They cut him because they couldn't afford to keep him as they were adding defensive players. You're telling me, here's an extra $30 million to go fix certain parts of your team. The trade-off would be, ah, I, I got to pay my quarterback 30 because he makes up for so many things. He's so great late in games. Russell Wilson, right? Yeah. Josh Allen, Tom Brady. Yep. Um, and so I guess my answer is, not that I'm in love with Taylor Heineke after three games, but like, if I could go Taylor Heineke, Kellen Mond, and and they're combining to make you know three million dollars to the cap, and I can go and beef up my roster, the Vikings have made the playoffs doing similar things. Christian Ponder was garbage, but he made no money, and they still went ten and six because they could build the roster around him. Imagine people always use Ponder as a reason for like why you should never draft quarterbacks because look what could happen. Well, what if they had hit on Christian Ponder mm-hmm. at that cost, no money? Everything's different. Like they would have won a Super Bowl. Everything's different. The other thing too is if I do if I do have a guy like Kirk, I have to have and Kirk Kirk is the anomaly here and some people will give him credit. I have to have a quarterback who signs the contract with the understanding of if things go well, we will always be pushing his cap hit down the road. So like we can we will, win now. Yeah. Yes. But I mean Mahomes. Mahomes, Brady, all of those guys, um, they now they in some ways phoning up their paydays because like they will get paid eventually but the Kirk contract I need the agreement to be okay on paper this is what it's going to look like it's almost never going to be that until it's all said and done right yeah yeah um I want to list three facts here too just this is you know I'm going to take my opinion out of this for a second I just want to list three facts as it pertains to this discussion fact number one throwing for 300 yards in a game is over celebrated in the NFL and I guess maybe that's sort of an opinion but it's not some great feat to throw for 300 yards right well Kirk throws for 300 yards and two you know whatever right I mean Taylor Heineke just threw for 300 yards last night I'm, I agree uh, Tyrod Taylor threw for 291 yards last week 
Blake Bortles once averaged just under 300 yards per game for a full season in Jacksonville. Like, throwing for 300 yards without context is a wildly overrated statistic. Fact number two, Taylor Heineke's teammates carried him off the field last night. It was like, Rudy? It was. They love that guy. And then after the game, I mean, guys were like... Guys were like emotional talking about how much they believe yeah. in Taylor Heineke and how we like we believe we can win. Which, by the way, was the same thing to a certain degree that the Vikings did in seventeen with Case. Now yeah, I'm not a big Case fan, but they they were all like, "This is incredible. This guy's unbelievable." Well, and Kirk Kirk is more talented than Case, and Kirk yeah. is more talented than Taylor Heineke. That yeah. is not a question. But there's this other non-box score element that. I think matters in football more than anything where it's just a it's a brotherhood of guys that love each other. It's a it's a symbiotic relationship of offensive players and everyone's fighting for each other and dying on a football hill for each other and right like I'm going to carry my brother off the field cuz he stepped up. Like, Phil? <laughs> it's, it's very steep what, and large football. <laughs> men men falling right and left yeah. with the it's perseverance like, page. It's, again, it's, it's just a fact. Taylor Heineke's teammates freaking love him and carried his ass off the field last night, literally, to celebrate that victory. Mm-hmm. How many times like how many times have you heard a teammate come out and and even like publicly rave about cousins? Yeah, what? no. No, no, I don't. And then the third fact, it's just a fact. All right, don't kill the messenger. Fourth quarter comebacks, successful fourth quarter comebacks since the beginning of 2020. Kirk Cousins has one. Taylor Heineke has one. <laughs> Just a fact. It's not Kirk's fault. It's his teammates. It's everybody else. Well, and people say that, right? It's a, well, yeah. what about the, but the fumbles and the defense? It's like, like it's football, man. Th- weird things happen toward the end of games. I think if you were to just even it out over the course of time, defenses are going to blow some of your like you take a lead early defense gives it back like that happens in almost every football game a running back fumbles once in a while like those things are a common denominator that sort of even out over like people act like adversity and defenses giving back a lead in the fourth are like unique to Kirk Cousins that no other quarterback has to he scored a touchdown with 10 minutes left and the defense gave it back it's like that happens in literally every NFL game every single week and to be clear and to be clear last night Heineke threw a terrible pick late in that game, and and Washington looked dead. And what did the Washington defense do? They got the stop, they gave up a field goal, and that allowed the WFTs to come back and drive down the field to win. So, so this in no way is saying that man Taylor Heineke's turned into a great quarterback, uh, but it is interesting. Yeah, to, happen. But it is interesting to watch a guy that teams rally around and i would say this flat out about kirk show me evidence the vikings have ever rallied around kirk cousins show me anything that says that they have well they, they rallied did around they, they did once and we do have audio man, you okay. held him at 20 points man you gave us a chance at the end but i got three words for you you like that that was a great pass to Thielen, but that was also a great defensive game plan and the vikings damn near blew that game uh, but the game that people will point to is the Denver game. But I've always said that was Stefan Diggs. Diggs is the one who melted down and went absolutely ballistic. And the Vikings are like, oh, man, let's get our act together. So there's just not many There's not many times that you've seen the intangible of we got to rally around this guy. And, and that is something that I can flat out say is accurate. Like the box score stuff, we can debate. 
But the the reality is, find me the amount of times that that people and teammates and coaches have said, this Kirk Cousins, man, he's got that weird factor, and we love Kirk Cousins. You, you just don't see it. You like that? You like that? All right, question number two, unless you guys had any final thoughts on the legendary Taylor Heineke performance last night. Why did he have to put his foot through the plate glass window? He could have replaced Bridgewater in 2015 You've... and the Vikings... I would Sorry, say you you, you you've hit the bars at Mankato before. You you've made bad decisions coming home, and Taylor Heineke <laughs> never, did the same thing. I have never ever in my life, no matter how drunk I might have been, and I've been drunk a few times, Couple. tried to tried to put my foot or hand through glass, ever. It's too risky. I'm, I'm, Judd is risk averse with almost everything. Like Judd's not even going to pick up a broken light bulb, you know, in the but, kitchen. But Dex is right. Like I've done, like like we we've all made bad drunk decisions. But if you're a professional oh. athlete, what are why are you telling your friend I'll take care of this? <laughs> yeah, stay away. Just tell your no, or tell your friend, hey, put your put your hand through through this. I'll drive you to the hospital. So he like sliced his leg open or something, right? Yeah, and, and then and well, then and he tried to claim he wasn't drunk, which is one of the most absurd things I've <laughs> ever okay, heard. Man. He's just... like, yeah, I just we were locked out. I was trying to get back in for my yeah. buddy. Yeah, he's in his late twenties now. He's been around the block as a as a he backup. Was, he was taking online classes at his alma mater. Is it Old, Old Dominion? Dominion. ODU, yeah. Last year, not playing football, and and Washington called him and said, "We need a quarantine quarterback." And he grinded in that playoff game because didn't he yeah, start that game against the Buccaneers? Yeah, and they almost the, beat the field. Almost beat freaking. Tom I know. Brady. I know. They gave the Buccaneers <laughs> a really good game. Yeah. All right. Question number two here for Question Friday. What does the Vikings' record need to be at the bye in five weeks for you to feel like they can make the playoffs? This is a tough stretch of games for the next three weeks. Okay, so there's uh, there's five there's five games left of the six games that they play. I was do, I was looking at the schedule and what the math would take this morning, and I have decided that at the very least, because there are seven playoff spots now, so it's so you don't have to be a great team to make the playoffs. I've decided they they need to be. Four and two, because of the schedule that follows. Wow. Wow. Like, like I don't think I. If the schedule that followed after the bye w- wasn't that hard, I'd say three and three. But the schedule that follows after the bye is potentially very difficult, including including a, a home game against Dallas on a Sunday night coming out of the bye, and then two consecutive road games on both coasts, Baltimore and then the Chargers. So I think four and two has to be the record to be a realistic uh, playoff threat coming out of their bye week. I it go, is a yeah. ridiculous schedule. Go ahead, Dex. Yeah, let's say I go three. I go with five hundred. If you can, if you can be close to five hundred, I think you should be good with the extra wild card game um, or wild card spot. I should say. Uh, I, I think if you're close to five hundred, you should be okay at making the playoffs. But if you're anything less than that, it's going to be a, just an insane uphill battle. I'm more with Dex on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say three and three. They do have the three consecutive home games, week three through week five. Mm-hmm. So even if you lose this game to the Cardinals, can you get two out of three home games? You know, Detroit you should win. Can you steal one against Cleveland or Seattle and then beat Carolina on the road to get back to three and three? If you beat Arizona, it's you know, you're you're kind of back in the mix, and then you take I, I actually still think there's a chance <laughs> it's gonna sound ridiculous. Um, to you guys anyways. I think there's a chance they could be four and two. I think Judd threw four and two out, knowing full well that like there's almost no way in your mind they're going to go four and two. Right. But I think there's a chance. If if but they have to beat Arizona well, for it to happen. You'd have to beat the Seahawks, probably Detroit, Carolina. Yeah. It, 
I just look at that stretch coming out of the bye, starting in week eight. And the first time I think that you get to a, to what should be considered a game that you would definitely predict a win is one, two, three, four, five. It's six games in Detroit. And that's at Detroit uh, on December 5th. Yeah, home against Dallas is not a daunting game to me. Again, I'm not night. saying these aren't it's guaranteed wins. Night, but... It's a Sunday night game. I'm, that, that's a tough game, though. It is a tough game. But these you're you're gonna you're gonna win some of the tough games though. Like you're you're not just gonna well, famous last words. Save this clip if I'm wrong. Yeah. You're not just gonna lose like Dallas, Baltimore, you know, Los Angeles, Green Bay. So you're not just I'm gonna saying. roll five straight losses out of the bye. But that's my point about why four and two coming out of the bye get you in, in a position to have those fifty fifty games uh be, you know, some wins, some defeats. I just yeah. Three and three, man, and you're coming out of the bye. I, I don't know. The other hard thing about the post bye schedule is, yeah, you got a home game against Dallas, but then you've got four road games in five right. weeks. The next five games, yep, all of them except for Detroit against what are expected to be playoff teams are close to it, and then the only home game is against Green Bay. So, yeah, that that's why the loss to Cincinnati, like you didn't have a ton of breathing room on the schedule. Cincinnati was the breathing room, so. <clears throat> Go beat Arizona. If you beat Arizona, then this whole conversation changes. If you don't, you like that? You like that? All right, question three presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company. A lot of good football this weekend. I'm guessing Judd Zolget is loading up with some of his favorite Surleys. I got a question for you. What does your fridge look like right now? Because last night was Thursday night Mm -hmm. football. And I, I got to admit, I got a few Surly Furiouses. Um, but but does your fridge, is your fridge stocked with the IPA, the best IPA in the state, the IPA that revolutionized beer in the state? Don't settle. Get Surly. Go get some today so that you are prepared for a Saturday-Sunday football weekend. And and send me your pictures at Jay Zolgad on Twitter because I always like it. And I'm getting more and more now. I'm getting more and more of your photos. I got a photo from a birthday boy last night. I forget his name, of course, because I'm Judd. So happy birthday! Classic. Happy but, birthday, guy! But the guy, but guy said, guy said, I'm having surly with sushi. You think Tyler. it's a good mix? Tyler, thank you. Tyler. And I happy birthday, Tyler. Hey, and pal. And I hello. said, hello, what's up? So I said, absolutely, surly with sushi. But I'll tell you a winner for sure. That's surly. With football, enjoy. Love it. So, uh, thanks to Surly Brewing Company. Also, at halftime here of Four Question Friday, I just want to take a food porn break, if sure. I could, with you guys. Oh God, I'm starving. My stomach right now is rumbling. And talk about pig-approved barbecue. Yes, that's right. It's a delicious new barbecue joint in the Twin Cities. Beef brisket, pulled pork, pork spare ribs, and some new items: peach cobbler. I'm out brisket queso dip. He's leaving. Declan's leaving. Declan is heading He's to He's not out on Cobbler. He's out to yeah, go. Yeah, I'm going to go get yes. some food. Pig 100% wood smoked and smoked fresh daily. 1237 Larpenter Avenue. Or you can have it delivered. PigApprovedBarbecue.com. Think about how this could up your tailgate experience. PigApprovedBarbecue.com. Can I suggest a yeah. winning combination? Because, you know, the Vikings might be bad. We don't know yet, right? But you're going to watch the games, right? So you're thinking, how can I get a win? Like, how can I personally, how can I get a win? Pig approved? 
and surly combination on game was, day. I think it was implied. Yes. That is yes. how you can get a win. <laughs> All right. Question number three Football. here. All right. All right. <laughs> on okay. a scale of one to ten, one being Declan's initial lack of fear about the Bengals, where he just just absolutely flippantly dismissed the Bengals last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. caught on camera. And 10 being Kansas City Chiefs at their best. How much do you sweat the Cardinals on Sunday? I would say, because I think Declan was over the top wrong to laugh at and mock the Bengals. So I'm going to say I sweat them a, try to decide which one I want to pick. I'm going to go a seven. I'm going to sweat them a seven. Kyler Murray, okay. Chandler Jones, you're shorthanded. Uh, it's on the road. It's an incredibly important game, which means that you could come out super fired up and play well, or you could be tight. Mike has a tendency to get uh, his teams tight when they, you would like to see them more relaxed. I'm going to give you a seven. I'm at a six and a half. I'm at a six and a half, especially if Kendricks doesn't play. I think if Kendrick plays, it's more like a six. Um, I, I, I do think he's going to be a humongous QB spy if he's going to be able to help contain Kyler Murray, who's bound to run all over the bleeping place. Um, it's about a six and a half. Yeah, the Cardinals were a 500 team last year. They underachieved a little bit. So it's it's not the Chiefs. Um, it's not the Bucks, but they are a pretty dang good team. And I, I'm just scared that Kyler Murray is going to be running all over the place. So for me, it's a six and a half. I'm actually lower than you guys. It's like a five for me. You know, the Cardinals are good. They're the fourth team in that division. It's a re- it's the best division in football. They definitely have some flaws, um, some things to be scared about. I think what I'm what I'm most sweating is the Vikings stuff, like on the Vikings in the Vikings own house. The the health situation of the linebackers, yep. the just the, the lack of play action and deep passing last week that they just oh, you can just put a couple safeties up there and the Vikings are gonna curl into a check down fetal position. You know, without any sort of attempt to be aggressive, uh, I think I think the self-inflicted and the penalties and all the disorganization, the self-inflicted stuff makes me more nervous than the actual Cardinals. If that makes sense. Yes, and I'm down to a five. If this game was a Vikings home game, it's the road that it's going to be loud again. I don't know. I just don't feel I. I feel like the Vikings. I don't know how they're going to come out mentally. That's part of my problem. Like, if I knew they'd come out fire and brimstone, and I'd be like, okay, that's not going to be. But this team, this team and the head coach are sort of weird in in potential moments of crisis. Sometimes they do pretty well, and sometimes they don't handle it well. Yeah. All right, question number four. It's the uh, would-you-rather question of the week here. Oh, boy. Would you rather publish your entire search history on the Internet historically and everything from now on or never be able to use a smartphone ever again in your life. And and I take it private browsing is included in this search history. Yes. Okay. Everything. All of of your inappropriate searches. Yeah. Mr. Incognito. Oh, everyone. (laughs) Like, like I'm the only guy that's ever used private browsing before for God's (laughs) sakes. 90% of our YouTube commenters are are the same vote. Can I ask you a quick question before <laughs> I divulge on. my before I before I reveal my answer? 
why is a guy who's single going private? Every browsing. Well, number, I don't want to get into the actual logistics of why I go into private browsing. I think it goes without being said, you know? And I, and no, I know it does. It does. But my question is, who's going to, like, discover that? Uh, the well, world. Uh, based, but based on this scenario, everyone. Everyone. If you choose it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I am taking, I, I was I was curious in the real world who, who you were trying to hide oh. your history from. Uh, because you live alone and who cares? And like, what you get a girlfriend and she's like, I don't like what you're doing. Well then see you later. Bye. Um, <laughs> might've already happened. <laughs> exactly. Well, was I, it because you know of what? your search history? What, what was the pie chart of Blaine? There was search actually, history. The search history <laughs> shockingly did not make that pie chart. I'm, I'm actually shocked on that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I will, I will say without, without any hesitation, you can look at my browser history, all of it. Uh, I'm not giving up the iPhone and you know what? You know what? There might there might be a, there might be some hard feelings here and there, but ultimately, you know, it it all comes out in the wash. Uh, I'm not giving. I'm not going to give up my smartphone and and like go back to a rotary phone because of my fear of what might the ramifications. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I am giving. I am going to give out my search history. What about you, Declan? What's your official answer? I, I am so addicted to my smartphone that even if my life was over, at least I'd still have my smartphone. Um, so I, yep. I'm okay with people knowing my search history. I need that phone. I, we, we've talked about screen time before on here. Yesterday, I came home from work, and I looked at my phone during the entire 5 p.m. hour. There wasn't a single minute in the 5 p.m. hour I wasn't looking at my phone. So I yeah. need my cell phone. So search history, it's fine. Go ahead. And TikTok now, I'm so into TikTok. I know, you love your TikTok. I mean, all right, well, I gotta, have, I gotta have a smartphone. I gotta have a smartphone. Whoa, it sounds like you're torn. But it is a little embarrassing that some of my last searches or queries on the internet are things like, let's see here, Jim Carrey Illuminati, 9-11 conspiracy theories, and... Mark Henry May Young give birth to hand. hand. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Well, it's just weird. It's like, wait, wait, well, yeah. what? Who's well, May Young? And did she give birth to a hand? If you're a late 90s wrestling fan, you know. But I'm keeping my smartphone. Yeah. Keeping my smartphone. That's not, that's not a tough one. <laughs> uh, well, you know, listen, if, uh, if you have a lot of money, it doesn't really matter. If you have bleep you money, it doesn't matter what people think of you, right? Well, why don't you play uh, these Vikings scratch game tickets from the Minnesota Lottery? So you can inch closer to bleep you money. They've got a $5 scratch game ticket that can win you up to $100,000 and a $2 game, a skull game, that can win you up to $15,000. And uh, the, uh, the, the, the $5 one comes in a cool holographic design, yep. which is just kind of cool to have. So get pumped and say, I'm into Viking scratch games from the Minnesota Lottery. You must be 18 or older to play. All right. That's the end of this episode of Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. That question was easy. That last one was easy. All right. Well, I'll, 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 I'll come up with a more challenging one next week. I know you will. <laughs> All right. Uh, catch us tomorrow and then the next day because this is Purple Daily. And don't forget about Vikings Ventline right after. The Vikings game is over, win or lose. It's the most interactive show in Minnesota sports, and you can find it live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. And we're going to welcome you guys, Vikings fans, into the show, bam, 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 on a regular basis. Email us at vikingsventline at gmail.com if you want to get your name in queue to be part of 
the show after the game is over. We'll see you guys tomorrow.